FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where morning drive time meets late night talk show, and we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense thank you for stopping by and pressing play i almost got tripped up again (laughs) ah so how are you doing today on this day of episode 140 i am fabulous i was about to say 40 and fabulous but that's not true not yet so you you are much too young for 40 (laughs) much too young much much too young you don't look a day over 25 girl thank you Mm. thank you so much you're too too kind just whipping that hair around just calm down calm down <laughs> never mind never mind you got it flaunt it flaunt it you, you know what you're doing oh, oh, goodness gracious um anyway yes fantabulous that's the word you used i'm sorry did i see well that? fabulous but fantabulous works too i'm good with that as well okay okay i am whoa i almost used a word that was not what i intended let me go look it up real quick because i um well, I want to, uh, it's, it's, it is a word. Um, I'm looking it up now just to see what I almost got myself in trouble with. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that is not what I, okay. So I was like, I am feeling rather truculent and that is not what I'm feeling at all. And Ooh. that means eager or quick to argue or fight aggressively defiant. No, no, Courtney, I'm not sorry that's crazy i like know people just like that that's that's very uh fitting for my yeah. day today how did you know i mean the, the vibes you know yeah, it was I'm, sending uh, you vibes. I'm sorry i'm not trying to send you those vibes that's not what i'm about but thank I mean, you for putting some, <laughs> you put words to it, it. <laughs> sometimes it happens you you know that i'm i'm an empath even from wherever mm-hmm. you are across mm-hmm. this great nation I feel what you're feeling and um, you get an attack in your squiggly spooch and I'm like, Oh, I feel it too. And <laughs> there you have it. And just mm-hmm. for the record, I know only maybe four people got that reference. That was mm-hmm. from invader Zim. So nice. Carry on. I hope that was Thank not you. some kind of weird, like euphemism for anything. Um, <laughs> and you for the throwback. Of course, of course. The reason why truculent came up is because I had recently read a tweet from someone. Um, I think it was Vincent D'Onofrio, who, um, by the way, plays the best version of Dare, not Daredevil, um, Wilson Fisk, aka the Kingpin, mm-hmm. on, on and the Daredevil, da- on and Daredevil, correct, and the uh, mm-hmm. the hit, and I, I really want to say underappreciated, or maybe it's correctly appreciated. The Netflix series, so do do go check that out if you have not. Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. me, and I know we've done like a villains list before, but he definitely ranks in my my top five villains. Vincent D'Onofrio's so performance, yes, he is. He's so great. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, he tweeted the word truculent, and he's like, "Are we sure that has nothing to do with elephants?" Like, I I feel like it should, and. I mean, that's mostly what the, tw- I'm really paraphrasing, but it was like a, just a genius tweet because I feel like it was also layered having to do mm-hmm. not only with elephants, but possibly, I don't know, a certain political party that uses elephants as their mascot. <laughs> so 
So, I mean, if, if those layers weren't intended, I at least saw it. So I'm like, I, I maybe read into it more than, than he meant, but I feel like he meant that. So. Yes. I felt it. Yeah. Yeah. So I am not feeling truculent, but there is definitely um, truculency within uh, this dancery. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was a good one thank you <laughs> you're, you're you're very much welcome i hope it, it sounded like you were drinking something too so i'm i'm hoping you know, i was yeah <laughs> <laughs> almost spit it out you gotta be on your toes on your toes i know you, that was es- me that was my bad you know especially if you're an elephant i want to see you on your toes so because <laughs> did you see the visual do you see the vi- I, I do I, it's I, it's quite amazing in my head at least I, I, I told you before, and I keep reminding people that we as podcasters, we are like, you know, mind manipulators. We put images in your brain, whether you want them there or not, because you chose to listen. Mm-hmm. So right. I am controlling your mind waves. And right now mm-hmm. you're thinking about mm-hmm. elephants on their toes mm-hmm. and how uncomfortable it must be for them. And they're like, can we stop now? I'm, I'm done with this. I mean, it's not the most comfortable thing anyway. Even ballerina is like they... They're pretty, they're pretty, there's some BAs, you know, because the physical demand to be a professional dancer, especially ballet, and I'm very basic in my knowledge of, of professional dancers, mind you, but mm-hmm. to train to, to, you know, just stand on point, which is when they stand on their tippy toes, mm-hmm. is crazy. Like it's, have you ever, have you ever looked into or, or learned about what they have to do to train and to learn to stand on point i've heard from um different experiences and other people that have more like knowledge way more than i do because like Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not something that i study or ever intended like yeah you know maybe i'll I'll take no no i never had an interest but learning about that was definitely like oh yeah i'm good i don't want to because i i do hear of injuries and just the dedication um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah i mean it's it's a lot and it it's physically demanding and of course a lot of times when you do things physically demanding you have to mentally prepare and everything so it's just it's crazy but yeah the physical demands to uh particularly be a, a ballerina or ballet performer it's pretty intense so anyway mm. Yep. Fact for the day. <laughs> yes, indeed. And just a reminder that Black Widow will be coming out either this year or next year or the year after that. So <laughs> whenever it decides to come out, whenever it decides, because yay of ongoing yeah. current events and such. Yeah, mm-hmm. forever, it seems. And I, I mean, I know how uh, excited you are to see this. And I know this because we, we spoke yesterday about this and and you're just you are on point. <laughs> ready to see this this film i know it i i feel the truculency in my bones <laughs> of you just beating down the door to go see this movie uh, and yes i am teasing you <laughs> yeah yeah thanks, thanks on, on a scale of um i don't know where are you on seeing this film between uh batman v superman oh god to avengers endgame um ooh good question. Um probably at Ant-Man. So maybe somewhere <laughs> in the middle where um 
I feel like I should because it's in the, you know, it's in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And I at one time did really appreciate. Oh, okay, I take that. I, I still do appreciate the Black Widow character. Okay. Um, and as we, you know, as we discussed yesterday, she really is like the Russian and woman version of of Captain America. She's a super soldier and there's so much that could have been done with her character, but they chose not to go that same direction and they chose to spin her story in a different way that I don't agree with. Um, so I feel like, you know, I'm going to see it because it's, she's she is an important character. She is an Avenger. She mm-hmm. is the only she. <laughs> so I, I want to support that. Um, but it's also like if I don't see it immediately, I'm not going to be sad about learning spoilers or not being part of the discussion or you know things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's that was my that was my viewpoint with Ant Man. I just I wasn't super <laughs> excited to see it. I I did without it actually movies you know one and two I did without them for a long time and then when I finally did see them I was like yeah I was wrong I missed out on the initial (laughs) hype or whatever Mm -hmm. and I should have maybe given this a chance so maybe I'll feel differently about the Black Widow movies um later but right Mm -hmm. now you know I can have them all right. I, I, I like the optimism there that I mean, it is in there. Yes. Uh, mm, along with like it? the along with the cloudiness of shade that you are also giving it. <laughs> Good. It's like partly cloudy. I needed right. you to pick up on that part, especially. Right. So it, it was Good. like a, a you're giving a fair weather forecast like for Good. Good. for Black Widow and your ex- expectations uh-huh. for it. And yes. Yes. I, I agree with you, although I'm definitely going to be there. Um, and mm-hmm. I. I have a helpmate that definitely is on board because not only does she have a t-shirt, I mean for herself, but she has a t-shirt, but she also has bought at least two like shopping bags since we, you know, are using reusable bags and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And one of them, which I almost brought into the store today. I'm like, do I feel like Black Widow? No, I'm just going to go with this mm-hmm. generic blue bag here. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. either way, I'm ready. And as I also had said before, and I've said it, actually previously many times that this movie the the timing of it like this i feel like it should have happened much sooner Mm -hmm. between phases two and three or something um and i I forgot exactly where i thought it would fit in well maybe like right after age of ultron or Mm -hmm. um i can't think of the other place i wanted to put it or where i would have put it maybe maybe even after um winter soldier so i don't know but that's yeah. just my opinion. Well, I I think that, and I'm about to mention, I guess, a kind of a WandaVision spoiler, maybe. Okay. But uh, so if you're not caught up, maybe maybe don't listen or skip ahead for a second. Uh, but, I'll put in notes somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so just like, I, I'm not opposed to having a character like reappear in a show or and I guess this is an Infinity War slash Endgame spoiler too, maybe. But I guess I'm not opposed to a character who's died come back into a show, like like appear after their on-screen death in a show, um, or you know even have their own series. I'm not opposed to that, but I just feel like this was asked for for a long time, 
Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a last ditch effort to to make this character a little bit more um, relatable or more um, well-rounded. And so I just feel like it's a little bit too little, too late type of situation. Mm. But with WandaVision, the way that they're, that they're including Vision, um, I think it's done really well because the intrigue is definitely still there. In current day Earth, he is he is no longer he's dead like he's dead dead not just snapped but he's dead right and so for for him to be there it kind of hints it's hinted from to me from the beginning that he uh was a part of Wanda's you know reality altering abilities and so I don't know it just kind of works but with with Black Widow people have been wanting and asking for like a female-led Marvel um film for a long time and just her story could have really i don't know rounded her out and it just ugh. yeah so for I'm, it to come I'm with now, you. it's just it's just a little like okay thanks but why right um and i don't know <laughs> i, it, I agree the lore is not there right and i would have liked for her, her story to be a little bit more rounded out uh earlier so that way when when it's when her tragic scene comes up in mm-hmm. uh, you know, Endgame, yeah, yeah, you would have felt it a little more. different, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and I feel like they really tried to pull that. They they tried to in Endgame. They really tried to, um, I guess, hype that up a bit more when she was one of the ones that was not snapped, and so she had to deal with the aftermath, and she um, kind of started leading. Um, the remaining Avengers, I guess, and she just her role in um, stepping up and being more active and fighting crime and doing all this stuff and being a directive to other folks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I and then and then how she was saying, well, the Avengers are my family. This is what I do. This is who I am. I don't know. It just was it could have been done so much better. They had so many more options and they just squandered them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. I agree. But alas, we will finally eventually someday get this film and mm-hmm. several others because they are mm-hmm. sticking to their guns or their their uh, Black Widow wristband stingers. And they are going to wait until I don't know. I, I know it was rumored they were going to push it back. I'm hoping that they don't because mm-hmm. I'm I'm ready to get my shots and my my temperatures and my hazmat suits to go and watch this. And um, <laughs> without shame, I, I'm, I'm going into 2021 without shame and without like listening to the people who like to remind you that doom is afoot. And mm-hmm. I am here to naysay the doom. I am here to unscroll the doom. Oh, I, I, that came out wrong. Not unscroll because I'm thinking of doom scrolling. But mm-hmm. like maybe just swipe left. Cause if you do that on Twitter, on a Twitter app and you swipe left, you, you kind of actually go into a different part of the Twitter and just kind of look at maybe your mentions or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just mm-hmm. another screen of like, Oh, look over here. There are <laughs> nice, happy things to enjoy. And um, yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and do that. And that also like just applies to just um, I've been listening to some other podcast well as you all know and you Courtney I listen to several podcasts and I get like several points of view on things and one of the things that kind of keep coming up is just in terms of people who people who remind you 
that other people are bad. Like it's going to haunt them for the rest of their lives. And that's kind of how the mm-hmm. internet is. Like we mm-hmm. always will never forget. We'll always remember. And mm-hmm. I feel like I, I get it and I understand. And there's some people that need to stay like on lockdown, maybe, maybe literally locked up. I'm looking at you, um, Robert Kelly, but there's some people who <laughs> are banned forever. forever. Yeah. And then there's other people who maybe had a faux pas like several years ago and and then you dig up like something they said when they were 20 a child Mm -hmm. and we kind of demonize them forever and and kind of cancel them or try to and i don't know some of some of that and and i'm being very vague because as you know courtney it could just apply to just about anybody these days so right and I'm trying to look beyond that and enjoy whatever work that's out there that maybe they did or they're a part of. And I'm like, oh, I can't watch that because of whatever reason. And um, although some of them I still kind of want to not support and for various reasons. One of those things is American Gods, which I think I don't know if you and I talked about it, but I do know I talked about it with Ashley where we're like, you know what? American Gods only lasted for two seasons. And that's because of like what they did to um Orlando Jones. Was it yes. Orlando? Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of other Orlandos at the moment. And, um, <laughs> right. But, a couple of them. <laughs> right. And I, I kind of wanted to do that to support him and like not continue watching because of how badly they treated him and fired him and yeah. all that. But mm-hmm. I'm still curious on if it's going to follow like the book and what, mm. what they've done. Cause I, I think I've heard that they introduced a couple new like deities and mythologies and whatnot. Hmm, which uh-huh. may or may not course correspond with the book and Ooh. yeah so i'm a little curious and and you know we can still follow some of our heroes even um the main character shadow for whatever reason he has a whole lot of hair and it makes him look really weird <laughs> but if that is the case then that is part i believe of what happens in the novel so i'm like mm-hmm. hmm. and and even in the novel it does take a turn where you really don't see anything that happened like when the like the, those same people you met in the first two seasons, you don't see them mm-hmm. in like a good chunk of the book. So, oh, wow. Okay. So I'm like, if that's the route they're going, then they're pretty much sticking to how the novel goes. So, mm-hmm. so the curiosity is there and I'm, I'm thinking about jumping back on board to continue watching the show, despite like how I felt before, like, oh, that show's trash. Like and they, they, um, all the writers or whoever, you know, they don't know what they're doing. And but at the same time, it's content. I, I it's I love to consume things and watch things, and then mm-hmm. I can have my critiques after. Like I feel much better critiquing or or just criticizing something if I've actually seen it, right. rather than right. you know, villainizing it and saying it it's terrible and I haven't even decided to watch it because. Yeah, a lot of people tend to do that these days, just based on a synopsis or maybe even a trailer. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do better and just, you know, be my own critic as I normally am anyway, but actually see it first. So, or just be that person. I watched it. So you don't have to kind of person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that is my bid for eventually starting season three, which I know started a couple weeks ago. I just haven't quite had the time to watch it or I'm not sure if I even have access to it. I have to go check. Mm. I think Ashley has stars and yeah. Y'all need to have a discussion. I know, I know. Because I think she does. I know she has a couple like of uh, those channels. Like she has Epics, which um, mm-hmm. the only thing on there that I want to watch is Godfather in Harlem. 
I think it's called. Mm-hmm. And and I definitely want to watch it because now I have my fourth portrayal of Malcolm X because he's in like the second season. And I was trying, I wanted to make a Twitter poll to say, okay, we've got four people who have played Malcolm X. Who is your favorite? Because we've got <laughs> like the OG, um, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And then we got Marvin Van Peebles and Ali. And then we had this newest one, which I need to look up his name, which I was actually in the process of doing before we even started. But then I got distracted because I had to look up what truck, truculent meant. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Um, one night in Miami, which I will say, if you have not seen that movie, you should get on it right away because it is great. I, it took me a long time to see it, but I, I decided to watch it. Uh, was it? It wasn't my birthday. No, it was, I think the day before. And it was just a lovely treat just seeing these four historical men, historical black men, mm-hmm. Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Sam Cooke, uh, Wow. <laughs> I said Al Green. No. Um, Cassius Clay before he was Muhammad Ali and Jim mm-hmm. Brown all together. It's kind of based on a play, but also based on true events. Like I believe they all four of them, I think, actually met one night. Well, one night in Miami and mm-hmm. just we don't really know, I guess, in real life what they may have talked about, perhaps. But a play was written and then Regina King directed the movie version of this play. Of yeah, these four which men. makes Just, me so happy. It it does so much. Like I really hope it it makes it in time for some awards to be won because mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just I mean, I, I realize also really love movies about conversations or or that just take place with just good conver- conversation. And that's that's actually a topic probably for another podcast episode of like best movie conversations. Mm-hmm. Um uh, let's see. But the actor playing uh, Malcolm X is Kingsley Ben Adir. Mm-hmm. And then we have the most recent one, which I don't even know his name. I just saw that he was in it and I will look it up in the future. <laughs> but but I definitely needed like it was on my list, my agenda for this this particular episode to make sure that I talk about One Night in Miami because it, when it came out, I was, I mean, I was stoked. I was ready for this movie when I heard about it, I think back in November. And mm-hmm. like, yes, give this to me, inject it directly into my veins. Forget Amazon Prime. I need it delivered into my body right now. And when it finally came out, I didn't have time to watch it. And then everybody else was watching it. And I'm going to put my, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I said I wasn't, not to anyone <laughs> in particular, but I said I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to okay. put my dad on blast here. Uh-oh. So my dad has this habit that I do not approve of, and I know Uh-oh. other people out there do it, and uh-huh. you know, I'm not going to judge them. I'm only judging my father, where he will um, basically bootleg films, <laughs> and Daddy. he's got like a he'll look for other means to access films through the interwebs, mm-hmm. and this was one such film. And the timing of it, I found, was very interesting. It was an entire week before the movie was coming out on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Not only that, the version that he watched was someone in classic old school bootleg version of someone recording a screen <laughs> oh, and, no. with coughing included. <laughs> 
and that whole grainy look of like what I mean I didn't see what it looked like he just described it to me and he's like what mm-hmm. is happening here and first of all I just couldn't get over the fact like dad this is going to be streaming next week you couldn't wait a whole week to watch this movie and I think he wherever wherever it is that he found this movie he just he didn't really know what it was either but he just decided to watch it and he I think he watched it all the way through for the most part mm-hmm. uh, but but yeah I was actually also surprised that like, oh, we we were still um, not that we're still bootlegging, but we're still doing the old school version of bootlegging where we're recording right. screens like I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm just assuming it was on somebody's laptop and somebody took a phone and was like, OK, I'm just going to record this whole thing like right here. I'm just going to stand here or sit here with my phone recording a computer screen because the way he described it to me, that's the only way like you could get some kind of footage in that manner. And be coughing in the middle of it. Like, this is 2021. <laughs> it's 2021. Can we not learn how to bootleg films properly? Right, right. I will say there was a there was a brief period in my life where I would at- obtain uh, films by means that were less than mm, legal. So, <laughs> but the versions I had, they came like maybe straight from... I mean, I, I, okay, maybe I didn't, I didn't get it. I got it from somebody else. Like, you know, it was torrents. They exist. So mm-hmm. you, you don't get it from one person per se, but the version I watched was like, you know, straight from, I guess, a studio, maybe from a different country because there was subtitles at the bottom that I could not read. Um, mm. <laughs> and then as I got a little older, I actually had friends that worked with people who worked in the industry and they would get screeners and then they would be like, oh, I'm done with the screener. And then they passed off to their friend and then their friend would mm-hmm. give it to me. So mm-hmm. that's a bit more, you know, mm-hmm. um, maybe not necessarily legal, but it's a bit more. Um, <laughs> I can't find the word maybe because common, maybe common. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Is that what you're trying to say? It it wasn't, but it I didn't I didn't see it as <laughs> as nefarious. How about that? No. Okay. Okay. Nefarious is too strong, but uh-huh. it seemed okay. Like it came from a, a an actual source. It was just not intended for my eyes, but at least my eyes didn't see it first. I I was like a uh a, a it was like a pass me down. Like hey, I found this disc and um. Like for your eyes only, but not your eyes, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway, yes. I don't, I don't, there's enough streaming services out there that it really does not warrant having to get like all these uh, illegal means of getting films. So that's going to get off that soapbox for now because I know I'm stepping on some toes of some people who are like, <laughs> dude, why are you blowing up my spot? I like mm-hmm. doing this this way because I don't want to pay for anything. So yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But uh, all a blah, blah, blah. one night in Miami. I keep wanting to call it all night in Miami, but one night in Miami. Please do check it out. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's directed by the Queen Regina King because she is doing all the things and she's doing it wonderfully. And I hope she gets an award or two or three or all of them. So I know she deserves all of the things. All of them. And I am just happy that this is now the second time that we get to see Sam Cook on screen or portrayed. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping the next time will be a biopic of some sort. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Odom Jr. does a fantastic job playing him. 
and, and also sings all of his songs. Of course, of so, course, of course, of course. And uh, yeah, it's 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 great. Like all everybody in the movie did a great job. I'm just saying it, it was just it was so far in this year of 2021. It's been a highlight film. So good. I it is on my list, of course. So uh, eventually I can talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I realize that's that's why you didn't have much in there, but I, I it's still just it's fresh. And, mm-hmm. and, and you have a, a, an MO unless like there's other people in your household. They're like, no, we're watching this now, which gives me <laughs> a good idea. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to have to reach out, uh, make a, make a friend anyway. <laughs> um, I guess we're, since we're talking somewhat about black history, it is black history month. Yes. Uh, someone Ooh. did, someone did ask me, yes, if uh, we're doing anything special and, Courtney and I, we 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 discussed it uh, a few months ago, and we don't remember what we discussed. So, but hey, <laughs> it was really good. I remember excitedly telling you, "Oh my gosh, Sterling, we should talk about this person and their amazing achievements for Black History Month, or for just our Black History fact." Um, and neither of us can can actually recall that uh, the specifics of that conversation. So, well, um, if, it was, if it was a specific hmm. person. I know who that is, and I just don't have the research in front of me. But if I thought it was more of an ongoing theme that would take up like the whole month, like we keep going back to this this well no. and keep digging from it. No, it was it was a specific. Well, the way I remember it was it was a specific person and um, I guess specific event too. I don't know that for sure, but it wasn't like an ongoing thing. It was a. It was like, hey, we should talk about this for a Black History fact or something. Now, I think um, I think you said, oh, okay, that that's a good idea. But I have this in place for the next time, and so I think you were saving my fact for a different time, <laughs> um, and it went into the void in the meantime. So, well, if hey, that's Black the case, then I know exactly who it is. And well, who is it? Because I don't remember. <laughs> It was, um, or is, and I'm trying to actually find the name so I don't, um, okay, uh, I need the whole name, please. It is uh, Georgia's new Senator, Raphael yes. Warnock. Yes, that was him. <laughs> yes. I do not have all of his information, like, you know, like I, I like to prepare and yeah. talk a little bit about him and his achievements up to this point. But um, so, yes, that that is I, I, I honestly it. thought right. it was something else because I'm like, no, well, I know you told me about him. I'm like, yeah, that's great. We'll we'll talk about him. But then <laughs> but then the, the capital thing happened. So we're like, oh, we need to talk uh-huh. about um, Eugene Goodman. Mm-hmm. And, right. So. Yes. So then it's like, oh yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do uh Warnoff next. Or war mm-hmm. I'm put I just put the names together. Warnock. I said Warnoff mm-hmm. because the other one is Ossoff. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Okay, well, okay. Um you know what? I, I love when a mystery is solved and mm-hmm. you come to some sort of conclusion and some sort of closure. So this makes me very happy. Great. I mean, I'm glad because I, I was like, I really, I really felt it was like, was there some like event or not, not, not an event, but like, like, oh, I found a bag of treasures. Like, like we can share these. We can 
like sparse them out and and over the month but i mean let's not mistake or or be wrong here that that this this whole senate race was is in itself a treasure so oh man it's great so great so we will make that promise to you dear listener that we will tell you more about warnock on the next episode since i don't have that prepared in front of me i just pulled up a random article and it's i haven't even read it at all so i don't even want to try to read it now but Mm -hmm. courtney my dear i believe you actually have a black history fact for us today black history black history black history history. facts i do so we all know beyonce yes yes maybe no no No? oh well she was in destiny's child for a number of years and then she went off and did her own thing and she's like the boss in um does she do r&b is it hip-hop i don't know it's one of those both like her own genre kind of like michael jackson with his just exactly exactly Hmm. exactly Um, she's commonly referred to as Queen B. She has the beehive, so literally don't say anything bad about her um, oh, in public because you. they will come they will come for you. So um, she's amazing. But anyways, I know you know who she is. If you don't, <laughs> you've been living under a rock. <laughs> um, but I chose, um, I was reminded actually and, and wanted to highlight an amazing stunt that she pulled that was just 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 queen queen material okay so Mm -hmm. back in 2013 beyonce released her her self-titled album beyonce um and that was back in uh december 2013 i think it actually released december the 13th 2013 um and so she first digitally released it so this was this was before Lemonade, but this was, uh, I want to say her first digital album. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know that 100%, but this was a digital album that she first released um, um, digitally back in 2013. Mm. Um, and then she wanted to uh, partner with Target to sell the physical, the physical copies of the, of the album. Um, because remember it had this, this it was like a cd dvd combo that had 14 tracks 17 videos right again this was before this yeah yeah this was before lemonade but i want to say it was her first um digital album or first like um like a visual album too visual album is what i'm trying to say yes so she wanted to partner with target to to release the physical like the hard copy version of it but they decided they declined they decided against it because she had already released it digitally and they didn't like that so instead this boss decided to partner with starbucks who if you don't know starbucks is um within many many targets kind of like subway i don't know how it is in, around the country but here in arkansas many subways or other restaurant chains are like within Walmarts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's here too in Connecticut. Yes. Okay, good. So Target or uh, Starbucks is, you know, they have some kind of deal or some kind of setup to where they are within um, Targets. Not all Targets, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, Beyonce the Queen, decided to partner with Starbucks to um, for them to release her physical copy of beyonce her album and they accepted 
so she basically got what she wanted and in a better way maybe because she she was able to still release her album physically the physical copies of it um and basically throwing it in target's faces and i just <laughs> love this amount of strategizing and this amount of i don't know pettiness yeah because- <laughs> it's it's like an elite level petty move like it's elite petty and like I i'm just, still selling it in it. your store but you're not getting the money from it exactly you you took the words right out of my mouth i couldn't have said it better that's exactly what she did and you know i don't have the stats for this album but i remember this move and it was iconic then it remains iconic mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. i just like you know this is what i aspire to be you know this mm-hmm. is what i aspire to do in my lifetime so because i mean it it happens in every business and even mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you have like researched many writers and how they maybe pitch their books to mm-hmm. um different publishers or or mm-hmm. even stores or whatever and they're like no 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 and and here mm-hmm. you are you'll be like okay well fine i will have it published here and then yeah mm-hmm. and it blows I, mean, up. You, I mean there's there's many a netflix story where that's happened where a show or a pitch has been declined from a you know major cable network or whatever and then Netflix or another streaming service um, decides to pick it up or even YouTube will decide to, you know, they, they blow up from YouTube. It brings me back to the, the old adage that there is more than one way to skin a cat. It mm. reminds me that if you have a goal in mind and you are committed to that goal and you believe wholeheartedly in that goal or that mission or that project, you're going to receive no's along the way and you're going to be discouraged along the way. And honestly, that's just part of the process and you just have to kind of accept that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean just because you receive a no doesn't mean that that no is the final like nail in the coffin. That's just a roadblock. That is just a detour um, that every creator um, or creative, I guess, faces when they're trying to bring a project to fruition so expect those roadblocks expect those no's and then keep it moving because you if you truly believe in that project or in that um thing that you're trying to bring to the world you will make it happen no matter Mm. what that's like some like self-encouragement for you too like preaching to yourself right now i'm speaking to myself i mean i really am because this this is definitely applicable to Mm -hmm. stuff i got going on but you know if i had a keyboard right now i start playing like you know the (laughs) cues in the background just right exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i mean i mean you're right you're absolutely right i love i love this story because yeah it's elite petty but no it's just a it's just a good business decision you want to do a thing and they say no that's fine that's their prerogative Mm-hmm. But if you need to, if you feel the need to still make this thing happen, then you make it happen no matter what. So, right. I love it. I do remember the album. I think once it started to gel a bit more and uh, how it was, how, yes, it was like the, the first like digital album because you couldn't mm-hmm. get a hard copy. A friend of mine had the album. She wanted me to listen to it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm not like a huge Beyonce fan and I wasn't about to, download it like i didn't even have like an itunes account to download it so Mm -hmm. she was like here Mm -hmm. listen to it on mine and i still didn't really listen to much of it but still it's Mm -hmm. it's good it's fine 
Um, but I do remember the visual album part of it and I still have mm-hmm. not seen all the videos but just the fact that there was like I believe like a music video for every song which for me at well, that yeah. time was unheard of yeah well, there's actually more videos than there were tracks so I don't know so I, I'm a fan but I'm not like a super fan so I don't know <laughs> all of the songs or, or rather I don't know all of the videos either but the fact that there were more videos than, than actual songs is kind of neat yeah. I'm sure there were some interludes. And listen, don't get me to <laughs> speculate because I don't know. But mm. the fact that she did this thing <clears throat> and it was, you know, kind of groundbreaking and then did a thing that was even more groundbreaking. It's just kind of it's just neat. It's really it's really neat. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And since you brought that up, that did uh, bring back to memory something I alluded to you. Well, off mic that. um I wanted to recommend it. And I realized I never sent it to you and I apologize. And oh, I, I know it's I, time got away from me, which <laughs> the irony of me even saying that because what I wanted to send you was uh, Jack Garrett's uh, music uh, or rather visual album. Mm-hmm. And the version I was going to send you was Jack Garrett himself actually kind of, uh, giving commentary throughout the the music video itself, like the whole entire piece. And I had, I had sent you one of the tracks that had really like resonated with me. uh, The song Mm -hmm. called um, return, return them to the one. And I just love the instrumentals. I love the the music or, or rather the, the lyrics and I think for me, I was kind of interpreting it my own way. And then I found other ways to interpret it, but it was also just really upbeat and invigorating. And mm-hmm. then I, then I saw the music video to it. And it's funny because the, the first day I saw, or the first time I saw the music video, it was actually before we were about to start recording and I'm like, Ooh, I need mm-hmm. to record, you know, about this at some point, but not right now because I need to focus on what we're going to talk about. <laughs> and mm-hmm. not only that, but I started realizing that I was seeing other music videos from the same album and they all looked very similar. Like, I wonder if these are all connected and turns out that they were, mm-hmm. it's actually part of like a mm-hmm. long movie, but the return them to the one video is all in one take or one shot or you know, one take, same thing. So mm-hmm. that's something that always gets me. Cause I love that. Yes. And I, I have a you habit of a good one. shot. I certainly do. I will sit there. <laughs> like I, I, and it's something I don't even, look for i just happen to notice it because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll watch some things like wow that, that's a lot of cuts going on and then other times you're like yeah did, did they cut at all and then once yeah once that kind of triggers in you you're just looking you're just looking and waiting for that to happen you're like where's the cut where's the cut is it going to happen and then they keep going and you just get more and more excited like it's they keep going it's it's been five minutes like it, <laughs> and it's it's well, the little things a- like that it's definitely a style and it's a it's an editing choice and i think it's just a an effective or maybe if not done correctly, an ineffective way to tell a story. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a, a storytelling technique. It is. So as for uh, Jack Garrett's uh, visual album, most of the songs make it, there's like maybe two or three that didn't make the cut, but he explains why. And um, what I also really loved about it, because he did his commentary, and I missed all of this. This happened back in June last year, so I didn't even see it live. But what he did, and this, Courtney, is where it's going to get you, is that this visual album is designed to be played on a loop. 
because the first Ooh. song starts out in such a way where it looks like Jack Garrett is laying on the floor and then mm-hmm. starts singing. And then all of a sudden, like the floor pulls away and like, oh, he's not laying on the floor. He's actually standing. And now he's, you know, in this room dancing with all the light. And, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it goes through all these things, all these different songs. And then the last song plays. And then he is walking back over and it looks like he's falling down to the floor and kind of in that mm-hmm. same position that he was in the first video. So it could just wow. pick up from there. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I do love a good loop. Yes. So, and it's amazing the story that he tells and what, what's actually being told within like each song, like they're all connected and it talks about like from the last album he put out and how he had like battled like depression and anxiety and all these other things Mm -hmm. and like uh, dealing with like being a creative and an artist and all of it, it was, it was really great. And I'm like, okay, I really need to share this like at least with you, but also with other, like with other people, because for me, discovering him was like, it's like, wow, this is like the music that I kind of need to at least get through work. Like it, it, I love hearing different things and just mm-hmm. music that actually means something. And I right. mean, there's, there's a lot more of that out there and, and don't get me wrong. I love fun stuff too. And nonsense. Of course mm-hmm. I love nonsense. And I believe one time I even shared a song from um, Vin Diesel, I think with you, which was I think oh, a nonsense yes. song. Yes. It <laughs> I, I don't is remember a what... nonsense song, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't recall what it was about, but I, I almost, I'm almost tempted to go look it up just to be like, oh, right, yes, I remember this now. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I will try to, I'm going to write it down so I don't forget this time to send it to you because it's an hour. And I think I even told you that too. It was like, if you have an hour of time, uh, please watch this. Um, or even if you, and I say time because that's actually one of, that is the first track on the album, not the visual album, but the album. And the first mm-hmm. track is called Time. And uh, the whole thing is great. So either listen to the album or watch the visual album. And I don't know if, if like YouTube, they allow playlists and whatnot. I'm not sure if he has a playlist already set up with all the, the videos connected to each other. But either way, I'll send you the one where he's uh, giving a commentary. So that way you get the backstory and the song and yeah, it's all good. Nice. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I do love uh, when, when artists do that and are they able to, and Oh, by, by the way, this was shot, I think pre COVID, I think I would have Mm -hmm. to watch him talk about it again, Mm -hmm. which makes it that much more like, I mean, because again, he's the only one in these videos. So yeah whether, whether it was or wasn't mm-hmm. and you put a lot of work into it too so yeah yeah okay sounds awesome it truly is i thought i had something related to that as well music video wise um just that i do love music videos that connect with each other or they all kind of have a a running storyline i do the other one who did that this past year was the weekend so mm-hmm. his album, what is it? Blinding Lights or something? I don't forget what it's called. But all of his videos tell a story too. Like they're all connected where he's out partying in, uh, in Vegas. And at some point he, I think, either gets beaten up or hit or something. And then he starts chasing a woman as a killer type. Yikes. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's actually how I was introduced to it from because I liked that song that was uh, used for that. For that part of the video, I'm like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. 
all of these videos, he's wearing like the same red suit, like the same red suit that's on the album cover. I'm like, I wonder if there's a story being told here. And sure enough, mm-hmm. there was. And even hey. there was even one more video that came out, I think, a couple weeks ago. And I think it's still connected to the story, even though, spoiler alert, uh, I think his <laughs> character got killed at some point. Whoa. But it okay. goes it goes even deeper than that because he is even using the same character whenever he goes to events. Like he, I think he went to Jimmy Kimmel and like his whole face was all bandaged up. Oh wow! And, and then he cool. released like the video like the next day, and then he, mm-hmm. the bandages were off, and he had like drastic plastic surgery. Whoa! Are you serious? Yes. Wow! I love a good. I love performance art. That just yes, performance art. Just, yes, it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so i i was i was definitely here for it like okay he's another uh, another artist that i'm not really like that crazy about like i, I don't really consider myself a fan but i've mm-hmm. listened to enough tracks from the album that i'm like you know what okay <laughs> maybe you're, you're not too bad of a character here yeah and, and i even went backwards and looked at some of his his older material mostly through music music video i'm like okay i see what you're going <laughs> where you're going here all right all right mm-hmm trying to make me a fan i see what you're doing over here but <laughs> not not too fast and watch yourself over <laughs> there yourself, young, young. exactly exactly young sir young sir <laughs> and a part of my my apprehension and it really has nothing to do with him it was more so this woman who i believe i may have told you about before uh, a while ago um because people who know me know that uh, occasionally i'll wear my hair like untwisted or i'll have a twist out basically mm-hmm. and this old woman came up to me and surprised me for several reasons because a you're a complete stranger why are you talking to me leave me alone <laughs> um mm-hmm. and this was before covid i'm just always like who are you get away and but no um <laughs> but she came up to me and was like you you look like the weekend and oh wow really yeah, really and i'm like what? okay i don't see it i mean maybe the hair but literally that's it because not all black people look the same. Some of us do, but not <laughs> right, all of right. us. Right, right. But no, no, yeah. And even the way that my hair was, it really didn't look like the weekend. Because, <laughs> I mean, I did not have like a whole spider's nest going on. So, because yes, I I even said that when he had that particular hairstyle, which I, I yeah, I really didn't like it. I was so happy when he cut it all off. I'm like, oh, thank you. But then he just looked that much more okay, maybe this is me now, but he looked that much more like um, uh, Maxwell because I kind of felt like Mm -hmm. at times he sang like him Mm -hmm. between Mm -hmm. him and or Michael Jackson. And I'm like, who are you trying to be? That's that's also why I had such a hard time liking him because he seemed like so many different other people. Mm -hmm. Or at least he sounded that way. So I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if I like you. I can't get, I just can't. (laughs) Your hair is weird. You sound like other people I know. Mm, nope. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's worked. He's he has his machinations, and I'm like, okay, all right. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll give you a chance. And he got in. <laughs> there is music. There are there are there are songs on several playlists of mine. <sighs> How dare you! But no, he's he's a very talented guy. So because he's I, he's been on many other songs, I think he may have written many other songs, even if he doesn't sing them. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, definitely, it, I would say it is worth the journey, and I know it's worth the journey because to this day, to this day, 
love the emphasis there. <laughs> yes. And, and I can, I can hear like the reverb uh, from like the mic stand as I'm banging yes. on this little desk here. Um, but once I had watched like all those music videos, like they still kind of like stick to me. Like I remember like later that night, I was still thinking about them and, and it's only like now months later that I'm actually telling you about it versus mm-hmm. I could have told you like, you know, months ago, like, Hey, go mm-hmm. check this out. And I would guarantee you, I'd still be thinking about it months later. Like I am right now. Right. Right. There's there's just something about that seedy underbelly of a a buzzing city like L.A., like Vegas, that is just I don't like it. But yeah, I know it exists and it just crawls under your skin in such a way that it just <laughs> leaves you feeling icky and you can't really get away from it or get it out of your system. And that is and a, a certain level of grime to it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as much as I don't like it. I'm kind of here for it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And and there's even a whole like subset of LA based movies that are are jam packed with this griminess that I may have seen only once and I don't want to see it ever again because I don't like the way that it makes me feel. Like the movie could be great. Yeah. But mm-hmm. because of that that grime like mm, gross. I need to go bathe. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, it, it. I mean, are there any any pieces of art that do that for you too? I don't want to leave it to just music or movies, but that just kind of give you like a an icky feeling after consuming it. The first thing that immediately comes to mind is the Coven series, or the um, well, American Horror Story Coven. Mm. So, you know, I love witches and, you know, I just, that's my thing. So I wanted to give American Horror Story Coven a try, but I watched like the first episode and I just felt like (laughs) it just, it just got into my soul in such a way that I said, you know what, maybe these witches aren't for me. (laughs) This show is not for me. So it just gave me a kind of just oof type mm. of feeling and I never went back to it and I'm, I'm glad I didn't because I've learned that if like if 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 my spirit is telling me something or if I'm having a bad feeling about something I should maybe back away from it or mm-hmm. or at least you know examine why I don't like it so that's a that's that's one thing that immediately comes to mind um I don't know if it's exactly the same but uh that's that's the only that's the first thing and immediate thing that comes to my mind just off top. Well, I mean, it is an an, an a disturbing or upsetting feel. So those are better words, mm. I guess, that would describe because I usually like leave feeling a bit disturbed in a way, mm-hmm. unsettled, um, maybe. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a another movie for me that I remember watching. It might have been like late at night uh, back when um, like Independent Film Channel was new <laughs> and the movie crash came came on mm, and it's not mm-hmm. the one you're thinking of so oh not with sandra yeah. bullock and those other people not that one no there's a okay. there's a slightly older movie called crash starring okay. uh our friend ultron uh james spader oh okay yeah. okay what was this one about huh well um brace yourselves <laughs> and parents if okay. you're familiar with earmuffs uh get ready so mm-hmm. um so basically, James Spader is uh, the star of this vehicle. Wow. <laughs> My choice of words there. That was an unintended 
pun because that was pretty good actually good job i i bow before you uh so um (laughs) he gets into it with uh this guy like basically it's fetishizing car crashes and they kind of turn on like a, a people who get off on car accidents and victims in car accidents and this was like one of the not not one of the first films to have an nc-17 rating but i think it still carries Mm -hmm. one and and it's i think because of how much sexual activity actually happens in this movie Mm -hmm. and um it's really kind of unsettling and okay and I think even the director, I, I want to say it's Paul Voorhees. And, well, not, mm. I could be wrong. Um, in fact, I'll look it up really quickly. But um, he he does make movies that are kind of out there in that sense where, yeah. like, like, let's push boundaries a bit. Yeah. And um, it's, who? Nope, David Cronenberg. Yeah, I knew it was somebody who was weird. But yeah, David Cronenberg, <laughs> he, he directed this movie and uh, wrote it too because he is out there. And yeah. mm-hmm, like a 63% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. So or, now this movie wasn't about like um, videoing car crash victims and, and the crashes themselves, was it? That was that was part of it. And I can read you the synopsis right here. So this is sounding really familiar. I feel like I've, I've not seen it for sure, but I feel like this the premise is sounding very familiar it, it reads this way uh crashes about the strange oh let me try to go creepy here <clears throat> crashes about the strange lure of the auto collision provoking as it does the human fascination with death and the tendency to eroticize danger most motorists will slow down to stare at the scene of a collision they may feel their pulses quickening and becoming aware of the fragility of their own bodies. The characters of Crash carry this awareness a step further, cherishing and nurturing it. For them, a car crash is a sexual turn-on and a jolting life force they come to crave. March 21st, Ew. David Cronenberg's Crash. You know, I guess I was I was with it and t- not with it as if as if I want to see it, but with it like okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, all up until they made it, they turned it, you know, sexual. A step further, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like n- no, I actually don't like. But I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's not a thing with people, but huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay. And Ooh. and it's starring people that you've you've seen and know, like um, like I said, James Spader, uh Holly Hunter, Rosanna Arquette, who I've heard is also just weird in general, and um uh Elias Cotes. I've never really known how to say his name, but I've seen him in other mm-hmm. things before. But he between him and James Spader, like I've although Spader has made choices in other things that have always kind yeah. of like he it's is super weird. Right, right. He's a character. That's that's for sure. <laughs> he truly, truly is. And I just and I really love the energy that he brought when he was on the office <laughs> and just how he would just like turn and look at the camera or just so strange and yes. so weird and so unsettling <laughs> every time. You just don't know what he's gonna do next and like right. What he'll and that's say. so unsettling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So there may not be a, like, I mean, yes, there is that movie, but like him as a person just gives me that grime kind of feeling. Ugh, mm, I just, yeah. I, I, I may that's need good, to go. That's a good descriptor. Grime. Yeah. Another one who just, it's more so sleaze than grime is Billy Bob Thornton. I never liked him. I oh, just, I, I get sleaze from him. I don't get grime. Yeah. Like I guess I get like he's sleazy and. And it's such a, like, I was trying to just now think of the, the differences between what's sleazy and what's grimy, but it's so subtle and so, like, I, the words to describe it don't come to me, but I, I know that there is a difference. And I just feel like there, Billy, Billy, he's, he's, he's sleazy. Well, what's sleazy for me is I'm thinking also what it actually rhymes with it is a little bit greasy, too. Like, he just kind of will just slip like he, he looks, looks like someone who is he's dirty he's sweating yeah. all the time and yeah. even if you shook his hand it would be limp and wet like, like what is Ew. wrong with you Ugh. right you like Ew. this disgusting <laughs> like he's one of those people who always might have his hair wet and you're not really sure why and because i mean i've seen people like this in real life like why is your hair wet all the time and it's like the middle of the day it's hot outside like i mean <laughs> like not from sweat like it's there's just, something's wrong here why are you why are you like yes this? yes mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah um, or you yeah you just he just says things and it just feels like there's some kind of like euphemism or like he's undressing you with his eyes maybe right yeah or, yeah mm-hmm. or trying to parents again some ulterior like motive trying, is going on like he's trying to kill you in his head or something S- something mm-hmm. something he just wants to do something unsavory to you and yes and, unsavory. and what doesn't help is that he plays a lot of a lot of roles that do that so. yes <laughs> exactly well he had a very interesting uh personal life that was very public and true that doesn't help his persona there so not at all I don't think uh, our um, like feelings are just um, out of the blue. We we there's there's reasons that we that I feel you and I feel the way we do. Mm-hmm. So and they're not uncalled are, for. Yeah, these are people that if we see them in the street, that we will cross the street and like exactly. Nope. Not today, Go sir. Not no, today, not, Satan. Get, get, me. get over there. Nope. Get me today, Satan. Do not look this way. I am Mm-mm. not shaking your hand. No. I don't want you. I know I'm on record saying all of that. And then one day I may find myself in his presence <laughs> and, and be like, I heard what you said about me. Oh, so, God. And then you just <laughs> run the other way. Go yeah, into the light. Like, Go th- all, into the light. It's all jokes. All jokes. Have a good day, <laughs> sir. Um, this is just an entertainment podcast. Nothing, no, no harmful statements are made by this. I will right? point to my naked right? wrist, like look at the time. Yes, I mean yes. <laughs> uh, all statements made, they do not reflect the company. They, they are all jokes. This is for entertainment exactly. purposes, just like Only. what you see on um miss cleo's commercials like this is for entertainment purposes only so mm-hmm, that's it literally save me from purpose. liability and, and all that that goodness there Whew. um i was gonna say onto happier things but right now i'm thinking about the movie bad santa which i did not like because billy bob thornton was <laughs> he was really i didn't see santa. it i yeah, think dumbass. probably because he was in it mm-hmm. but you know However, I? I, I will say a great example in a, in a very, very little, like he basically, he had a cameo in the movie Love Actually, where he played like the American president visiting uh, Hugh right. Grant's oh, that's prime right. minister. Yeah. 
And if you don't want to watch any of his movies, you can watch Love Actually and get that same (laughs) sleazy, skeezy feeling because (laughs) that's exactly what he plays. Just a conniving, just like, ooh, I want your like sexy intern lady. Um, which pushes Hugh Grant's character into hero mode and like, absolutely, absolutely not, sir. You will get out of here, (laughs) sir. And, you know, just that was not... Pretty good, Hugh Grant. I thank you so much. I probably should have stuttered more because that's what he does, but... Oh, yeah, when in acting mode, he does, yeah, he does do that. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I understood the gist. I feel like I should watch that show that he just came out with on HBO, which... I've been hearing about, but not a mu- not much. I've just been hearing it's good, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know. want to. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah. maybe just put it on the list for later. Perhaps, perhaps. I'm still trying to finish. Um, oh my goodness, I do not remember the name of it. But Kaylee Kukuko Kulo. I don't know how to say her name. Kulo. Yes, there. Yes, her. Oh yeah, you watch. Big Bang Theory. So yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I have not finished that series. I keep thinking it's like a half an hour show, but it's like a whole hour. I'm like, oh, I don't have time. <laughs> you have time for everything else, but not that show. I, I see I, you. Like I see you. Hey, you know, hey. It's all right. Uh, okay, but I'm I'm just saying because <laughs> some people will just rewatch things over and over and over again. Like there's new stuff. Go watch the new stuff. It's and me. you're you're. You're pointing me out. I, I, I am. I just didn't want to use all of my fingers to point you out. I was just trying to, I was, <laughs> I was gesturing in your general direction. Like mm, whatever. And, right. <laughs> whatever. I was, I was pointing over like where Billy Bob Thornton was and you just happened to be like on the other side. I was doing a general wave. So I could have been no, talking keep, about him. Keep digging that hole. It's not deep enough. Until I strike oil and then I win, right? Right. You win something, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like some truculency going on in this dancery again. Mm. Oh, Lord. Where's, where's Mary J. Blige at? <laughs> Got a rhythmic her. Mm. Oh, well, um, one thing that I, de- uh, truculent was not the word for today's word watch. Word watch. Uh, in fact, I'm trying to remember if we did it in the last episode. I, I want to say it was Gigaw. Did, did we say that last time? That does not sound familiar to me. Okay, great. <laughs> not I, saying we didn't use it, but it, it, it's not ringing a bell there. Okay, great. So the what the word means, uh, and I'm really hoping I'm pronouncing it right. I thought I was, is Gigaw's G-E-W-G. A-W. It's a noun. It's a showy thing. Especially one that is useless or worthless. (laughs) I love it. Like like your um, uh, what is it? Uh, The shiny box. What is it? They they have the the special box of like a DVD and um, I want to call it a black box, not a black box. Um, It's a special showy box that some of these limited edition uh, movies will come out in, and oh man, are you, a steel box. I think it's a steel case. I think that's what they call it. But mm. when you get your steel case limited edition Bad Santa uh, DVD box set, because there are sequels, that mm-hmm. would be it. And you put on like a, a uh, on your shelf, that would be a giggle mm-hmm. because it's useless and worthless, but it's a showy thing. 
Yeah. Like, look what I got. I'm like, yeah, nobody cares. Get out of here. <laughs> or little trinkets or, or even better is if you had um, a special uh, MAGA ornament, Christmas ornament thing that you're really uh-huh. proud of. Yeah, uh-huh. it's useless and worthless. Get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you can go burn it now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Or now oops, and forever, I, I, actually. I took it off your tree and accidentally dropped it in, in the incinerator. I'm so sorry. Oh, or I dropped it on the towel floor. It's in a million pieces. Sorry. Mm-hmm. On your floor. So you have to pick it up. And, it. <laughs> and <laughs> find you the little shards months mm-hmm. later. <laughs> right. Still. Mm, like glitter, which sorry. I hate. I hate glitter so much. Yeah. But glitter has it has its uh it has its place, that's for sure. In the trash? Yes, I know. No, no. It has its place. Like if you're trying to get back at somebody. Sprinkle glitter everywhere. That seems, I mean, I'm with you on the level of uh, malevolence there, but at the same time, (laughs) you still risk getting some of that on you. It's like, (laughs) it's it's, it's well worth the risk, though. Sometimes you have to, you have to just take a leap of faith, you know, and sometimes you get burned. That's okay. But hey, you got to do what you got to do, you know? But that's a never-ending fire, just like that uh, that poor town, that I think, mine, in Pennsylvania. With the yeah. mine underneath. Exactly. The <laughs> this is this is why this is why I love you. I love you so much because I, I didn't you have too. to. I didn't have to finish mm-hmm. <laughs> describing. I knew where you were going. Centralville. You know, I don't agree with you, but Centralville. I knew where you were going. Yeah, well, it was Centralville. I believe so. And I know I don't want to. I you knew I was going there. I don't want to actually. You know, I kind of do want to go there though. Because it's, it's a ghost town. We're, we're ghost kind town. of there already. Yeah. What, Centralville? Yeah. Oh, wait. Were you talking about like physically going there? Literally going, yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah, I don't know if I want to go there, you know? I mean, it's not like uh, radioactive. I feel like it is, though. They say that it's not radioactive, and then we go, and then whoop, radioactivity happens, and then we're dead. <laughs> radioactivity <laughs> happens. I mean, it's not like... um what is the other actual radioactive place? Chernobyl. Chernobyl. Like Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It is another ghost town. Yes. But that's actually dangerous to go there. Sure. Whatever. I mean, I ain't going, so you can try it out and report back. And Centralville is maybe not the official name. I think it used to be called that, but it's actually Centralia. Why did they change the name? I don't know. Maybe maybe people like me thought it was Centralville, or may or I that think because I've heard a couple stories about it, and I think maybe they may have had that name, but they realized that maybe some other towns had that name, so they wanted to distinguish themselves. Sure. Like, I don't know. We're actually the center, so we're Centralia, and we're going to be here forever. No, so, you you want to go to Centralville, which is not the radioactive town. That's down the road, thirty miles. Ah, That's what right. they were trying to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Centralville is, is alive and popping town, but mm-hmm. Centralia is the. Don't go there, you'll die. It's not yeah. radioactive. It's just sure. a, it, it describes it here as a near ghost town because I do know that there are people that still live there. Right. And Those folks of, who just are holding their ground. As of 2017, there are still five people living there. So <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if they are still there. One of them is Billy Bob Thornton. That's where he currently lives. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. that is a known fact. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you heard it here first on the True Facts here, which is one of the new segments here at the Indo Podcast. Is True Facts uh, or Truth Facts? I'm sorry, Truth Facts. And that yeah. is that's ex- especially for my good friend uh, Ariel, who I I remember at one point I would tweet my random Truth Facts. And she would mm-hmm. get so annoyed because I would call them truth facts as if it wasn't redundant enough or, mm-hmm. but they're truth because I believe it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so truth fact, Billy Bob Thornton, famous sleazy actor lives in Centralia, Pennsylvania. Wow. This, this, this is the first episode that will get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and you heard it here first folks. Mm-hmm. I've already admitted to watching illegal movies and um, how much I dislike certain people who are in films, but it's all good. This, I mean, you're getting the realness here. So that, and that's what you come here for. And yep. Uh, yep. And this, this whole episode is just some useless shiny thing you put on a shelf and does not mean anything. So do not come get us. <laughs> this is for entertainment purposes. Call me now. <sighs> <laughs> Ah, well, I think that just about does it. Although I did say uh, before the show, we were going to talk about space because I left out uh, so many space related things over the last couple episodes. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. All righty. Um, nope. I don't want to do that one. It was one about a exoplanet that was found. Now, I don't believe this is the whole article. Yeah, because they want me to join. But I feel like it's enough. So I will do that. Um, In the fall of 2017, astronomers in Hawaii spotted something strange speeding through the solar system. You already know what this is about. The Mm -hmm. reddish cylinder was like no comet or asteroid they had ever seen. They concluded it came from the stars and named it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh, Oumuamua which means Mm -hmm. first messenger in the language of the islands. The longer they studied it, the deeper the mystery grew. Avi Avi Loeb suggested that it might be an alien probe launching a media maelstrom that has yet to die down. No crackpot is Dr. Loeb. He's the department chair of the astronomy department. And I don't know where, because that's where the article stops. And it's from the, the Wall Street Journal. And they want me to have an a membership so I can keep reading this article. But it was basically the headline, is that an alien probe? A Harvard astronomer might think it might be. So we've got one astronomer that thinks it's a probe. I read elsewhere that someone thinks it's space junk, which I think I may have read that last time. If I did not, I might mm-hmm. still have that article too, which all of this is still fascinating to me that everyone is trying to speculate what this is. Um uh, oh, that was the, the longer article. Because I, oh, the uncensored guide to Amuamua aliens in that Harvard <laughs> astronomer. So, yes, to read that one later. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I meant to get into. I never finished reading that one. But I also have to keep in my mind how to pronounce it correctly based on how mm-hmm. I was pronouncing yeah, it before. It's so weird, and I still butcher it every time. I, like, I, I say it wrong in my head, and then I sometimes will say it wrong out loud. And then I'm like, wait, that's we've decided that is not correct. Let me is it my fault? It. So, <laughs> because of how I was pronouncing it? No, I mean, because it looks like it, it, the way that is incorrect to me, better, I guess, 
phonically, you know, it looks more phonically correct the way that we were doing it incorrectly. Um, (laughs) That's that's just kind of, that's just kind of it. (laughs) I'm I'm actually curious how you were pronouncing it. Ooh, I don't want to. You got the first syllable. No. Because you just said, nope, but no, you didn't. Not doing this. So no, no. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was like how I was saying it before, because because like, mean, it looks like it. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. That's how I was saying it for a while. And then I would just <laughs> really just go in there and go for it. And in my mind, I was it was it was like how how Darcy would, would say Mjolnir, but she would call it like Mew Mew or something. And just using that that gusto and excitement. And I would put just an invisible exclamation point at the end of it. So just, and, and you have to do that. Even on the radio, I have to read names and you have to read it with confidence. So it makes it sound like, you know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. So, mm-hmm. and I just power through that name, even though I don't know how to actually say it. Even if I do the quick research, I'm like, okay, I can't find anyone who's actually said this person's name on record. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. go for it. And like Dr. Omao Meow said, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> and you just, you just power through. I mean, you, you have to stick with your guns, that's for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, after you find the truth, you change it. And then you realize, huh, maybe my pronunciation was not good. <laughs> it right. was not smart. <laughs> right. But I, I still love it anyway. And for me, down deep inside, just like Pluto still being the ninth planet, um, which I'm starting to come to terms with of, you know, because there are a lot of it's just Pluto is the leader of those uh, dwarf planets. So. That's that is correct. That's how I've kind of come to terms with it. But in my heart, in the basements of my heart, it will always be meow meow. So, and that is. But do you have to say it with such aggression? You have to. You have to because it's a messenger. It's here to be like heard. Here, here to be known. It it wants. Huh? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I thought you said sir, as if like. No, I said sure, 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 sure. So, like, know. I hear you. I affirm you. So, where are you on the scale of? And I know I started off the episode this way, but is it a probe or is it junk? Like, it literally looks like poop, but is it actual junk, like from space? I think it's a probe. Well, I want to believe it's a probe, it, probe at least. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And just the fact that it disappeared, because did we ever figure out where it went or who took it or? That's actually something I, I, I mean, maybe that's in the article that I haven't read yet. And I'm, I'm actually curious about that. And um, I may even go to YouTube to see if they have any updated like video pieces. So that way I can hear it pronounced correctly a bit more often. <laughs> Not that it's going to stop me. And then, like, then look, then ridicule them if they do not pronounce it correctly. Right. Like right? I'll, I'll do a response video saying it's meow meow. And then, you know, and that's it. That that's like my only critique. Like I won't have anything to uh, mm-hmm. refute their their Just their theories, them. right? Mm-hmm. Just that's it. Just that. So, but you can always rest assured that here at the Indu Podcast, we will keep you updated as soon as we know some breaking information about Umiao Meow. We will be sure to let you know that hey, Umiao Meow is actually a uh, abandoned ship. And it's just floating out in space. Yeah. So what happens to the inhabitants of Umau Meow? Right. I like that theory. Mm -hmm. 
I'm kind of thinking a little bit of Event Horizon, even though that was uh, humans. A that terrifying, a terrifying right. movie. Oh Which my I gosh. still have not seen like in completion. And I'm not sure if I Me will. Me neither. Yeah. Never going to see it. <laughs> That's a different kind of unsettlingness. So. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's based in reality. So it's even, well, possible the possible reality so it's even worse than any horror movie that we could ever think of i don't know right well i mean it goes back to yet again what we've always believed and told people that space is out there to kill you well okay we didn't say i think um neil degrasse tyson said that but and then we just adopted it because it's absolutely true Mm -hmm. space wants to kill you and so does the ocean so yeah yeah man so stay safe on land yeah yeah because they don't want you and uh, we're not for them. They're not for us. Let's just stay mm-hmm. safe here. And we'll we'll Zoom with, you know, <laughs> with everybody. Space in the ocean. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fish, they, they get their little Zoom accounts. And it's probably different for them. I, I don't know how they type with their mm-hmm. little mouth or whatever. I don't know. Figure we'll figure it out. it out. Yeah. But now, see, full circle, I got you thinking about fish using Zoom. Mm-hmm. On their little laptops, trying to type with their little fins and end up accidentally swimming away from the computer because... That's how they navigate. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Full circle. Thank you. Full circle. Full circle. That's what we do here. Uh, do you have mm-hmm. any shout outs or people, not people, but uh, recommendations? Yes. I forgot about the recommendations. Do you have any recommendations? Uh, hmm. No recommendations today, but definitely follow your dreams. Stay the course. Uh, be kind to everybody that you meet. Because you just never know what their journey is and what they're going through. And that's it for today. Hmm. Good. Good. Um, I also don't think I have any recommendations. I was trying to think of anything that I had consumed lately that I thoroughly enjoyed and want to share with people. But it's nothing that's coming to mind. I'm like, oh, my God, you need to see this. Um, Mm -hmm. I started the Mighty Boosh on hulu mm-hmm. and okay it's it it is the um ridiculousness comedy british comedy that i think i needed just to give Ooh. me like that escape and that fun and that I like a good british comedy yes yes i think i think you you might actually like it because it's, it's just weird and it's out there but mm-hmm. yeah so i guess that would be my recommendation and okay. um and since we had already discussed this, uh, do look out, and I guess probably in the next month, because I think that's when WandaVision will end, we'll have a special WandaVision-themed uh, episode where we just talk about it all. I know we got a little bit here in this episode, and I believe we'll, we'll, we will at least have a special guest who is a regular. Ready and willing. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you... Uh, um, for that so yeah uh, thanks so much um, now do you have like any shout outs or where people can find you should you want to be found I would love to be found you can find me on the twitters at IMK Hinton where you can find me tweeting about everything from food prep tips to um, looking around my house let's see flowers <laughs> And staying hydrated because that is very important now and always. So hit me up. Follow me. Mm, great. I'm sorry. I'm feeling guilt because my water bottle is so far away. 
Listen, there's no guilt. This is just a friendly reminder that you you might want to drink some water. It's probably whatever you consume today. It's probably not enough. So just drink a little bit more before bed. Actually, no, what I consumed, like the last thing I consumed was not something I need to consume more of. It's a little bit of an energy drink because I was feeling a little sluggish Mm. and it's it's already it's it's late in the night and I need to go to sleep at some point. I didn't drink all of it. But do you know? Do you need to go to sleep? Uh, well, I, I, I would, I do need to at some point. Yes. Sure, sure. Huh? At some yeah. point, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a little sad. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I do have a recommendation. <laughs> um, and I also have to say thank you to my good friend, uh, Kathy, who is now my coworker, and she gave me a belated birthday gift of the Duncan cereal. So I now have both flavors. I have the mocha latte and the caramel macchiato. I really like the caramel macchiato a little bit more than the mocha latte. And I will, I will say that the pieces that you think would be the chocolate pieces, they're actually coffee flavored and it's delicious. Ooh, so a nice little, nice little surprise there for your taste yes, buds. They, they are. And the little marshmallows, I think that's where the, the, the caramel macchiato part taste comes in or the, the mocha one i need to go back and revisit that one uh, but highly recommend those or that cereal if you are into cereal uh it like i said it tastes like coffee i do not think any caffeine is involved because that would be um i don't know disastrous if you decided to give it to children i don't know why they would want coffee yeah. flavored cereal but hey i know kids who like coffee that is true you have a point there but yes mm-hmm. definitely recommend that and I, that also brought back to memory that I have a coupon that is expiring tonight to get her my free birthday <laughs> coffee from Duncan. And I'm sad. So. Hey, you could still use it. It's, to, it's still today. So go for it. You're right. You're right. But I mean, we, we can be honest here. And I mean, you and I, we have discussed this many times. Like once we're in for like the night, we're in. Yeah. Oh, that's true. So, I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm not going back out there. No, because they have not shoveled the stairs to get back to my car. So I am not going back out there. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Stay no. in forever. I mean, it's it's close. No. Like yeah. Duncan is close, but not close enough for me to. And I love coffee. And I'm and really, I, I would save it. I would get the coffee and get it for the morning. But <laughs> mm, well, no. that counts. But yeah, no, your mental yeah. health and your and your physical health is. Mm-hmm. much more important than exactly instant exactly. gratification right and plus i still have three more coupons for free beverages so i'll be all right i'll be fine yeah so you'll you'll, you'll live you'll live I through will. this i will i will and i'm gonna work on it for next year i'm gonna sign up for all the things that give you free things on your birthday and because i keep forgetting to do that and uh i will work on that for next year so i get all the free things so uh whoops sorry <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm apologizing. No, nobody knew what happened. <laughs> Follow me on I all didn't. things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Follow me on all things at Indube and go to Indube.com to find ways to connect with us. We are on Facebook. I know I'm barely there, but I'm there. Like the one, uh, oh, like the one and wait, what? Hmm. Oh, join the group at Facebook. At, yeah. Let me try that again. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm reading this and like there's like some kind of weird editing thing i'll have to check that out later um oh okay we're uh like the group 
Indube Pod. I think that's how you find us. Whatever. Ask us questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Pandora, and wherever pods are located. Thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by, and pressing play. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, your face, bottoms of your feet, undersides of your dishes. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, the world didn't suck. We don't fall off. thanks for listening to the indu podcast which was recorded from the south side of wakanda in little new indubia on the corner of tachaka and mlk drive and is part of the indu network want more indu follow on instagram and twitter at indu and on facebook at indu pod you can contact us and send Ask Indu questions by emailing indupod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon, where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production. Love your extra sound effect there hitting the desk or whatever you're hitting. Yeah, it's the desk. Because I I can hear it go through the microphone and everything. And yeah, it's cool. Foley work. Foley work.